This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. Today's episode features writer and producer Kristen Rutherford and her obsession with Disneyland. This was a very fun episode to record, partially because Disney really terrifies me, and Kristen made me feel better about the cult of the mouse. Disney has always made me feel kind of weird uh, from a very young age because even as a kid, I sensed that Disney was both happy and efficient. And I feel like most of the actual humans I've met in my life who are super happy and super efficient are hiding something. Like, I feel like Disney is that guy who turns out to have hundreds of dead bodies buried under his perfectly maintained rose garden, and then all his neighbors are just like, well, he seemed like such a nice guy. I I remember even as a kid watching different kinds of cartoons, and when I watched Looney Tunes and saw sad sack losers like Wile E. Coyote and Elmer Fudd, they made sense to me. They wanted simple things in life, but they couldn't have them. They were constantly met instead of meeting their goals. They were encountered insults, explosions, lies, their own hubris, and their pain was hilarious. And then I would watch a Disney cartoon, and a mouse was just happy, like a sociopath, for no reason, and it unnerved me. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I don't believe the government is spraying us with chemtrails, but I wouldn't be surprised if I found out Disney had found a way to do that. And I I don't believe that you can hear Satan speak if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, but I do believe if you play Let It Go backwards, you might hear, like, the ISBN number for the Blu-ray of Frozen. All that said, I have to like Disney now because they've purchased everything I love. They have Star Wars, they have Captain America, they probably own my grandmother's ashes just in case. And I look forward to visiting Disneyland and trying to have an open mind. Talking with people like Kristen reminds me that Disney is very successful at creating dreams. At creating fantasies of what the world could be and projecting those dreams into the minds of gentle, creative people. That is what Walt Disney did. Technically, that's also what Cthulhu does. Anyway, speaking of happiness and commercial efficiency, here are some plugs. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider helping to fund it via Patreon. You can find out all the info at patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. Shows, I've got a bunch coming up. Sunday, March 15th, I will be telling a sexy tale about sex for the awesome storytelling show Five Truths and a Lie. The next episode of my show Comedy Dreamtime is Saturday, March 21st at Nerdist School Stage. I'm also hosting another exciting episode of the wordplay competition Pundemonium on Tuesday, March 31st with special guest and pun lover Anne Wheaton. And big news, my friends, the awesome music comedy duo The Double Clicks and I are going on tour. We do a comedy variety show called Hashtag Nerd Night Out, and we've done the show in L.A. and Portland before, but now we are taking it on the road for a whole West Coast tour in April. You can find out more about all of these shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. Thanks, and enjoy this fun, happy, not scary, non-Lovecraftian discussion of the true joy of Disneyland. Hello and welcome back to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I am sitting in my home with an awesome person, Kristen Rutherford. Hello. How are you? Your pool is beautiful. 
<laughs> right, I have a pool in my apartment. It's yes. beautiful. Yeah. It's very it's well a, kept. It's a little inconvenient to have a, a pool little. right is, in the apartment. But this is L.A., and they just come standard issue. Yeah, everybody has to have an apartment mm-hmm. or a pool in the a apartment. Of in some, the apartment. Of some kind. Mm-hmm. A pool somewhere. Right. It's that, or they make you have fake boobs, and so I really think you chose, <laughs> you chose better. Mm, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't let me know my options clearly when yeah. I the border got is the really apartment. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a pool or fake boobs in this apartment. I... And I would have chosen. Fake boobs, if I'd known. It, you, they should let you have both, because then you could float endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, like the clown offers in It. Yes. We all float with fake boobs in this pool down here, Billy, or whatever the kid's name was. Uh, so can you tell the people listening at home a little bit about who you are and what you do? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or you can just oh, say, no, I don't no, want to do I, that. I don't want to do that. Um, I... I hate this I because I really? always feel like maybe I should flip into the third person. You know, I don't know, because whenever you have to do this on a, like, I was going to say a playbill as if I'm a, <laughs> you know, as if I'm an old-timey theater actor. An old-timey actor? actor. <laughs> an old-timey yes. actor. Kristen Rutherford would <laughs> like to thank her. <laughs> she know is starring in Our American Cousin. <laughs> yes, exactly. You may have seen her in the, uh, what is it? I always said bridge and tunnel, but that's not right. The bus and truck. <laughs> the bus and truck. Um, I'm, a, I'm a writer. Um... I am from the East Coast, and now I live on the West Coast, awesome. and I like it here. And uh, I have written for shows such as Attack of the Show, and awesome. uh, I was uh, the head writer of The Nerdist Show on BBC America, and uh, I just wrapped up probably the nerdiest show I've ever worked on, which was a League of Legends show, which you actually watched in client while you played League of Legends. Wow. So it was a show about... A sh- about the game you were playing, you were the game you were playing, <laughs> and it was so fun. It was one of the, it was really, I don't know what that says about me, but I really enjoyed working well, on it. So. You're a nerdy person yourself, or yes. have you just fallen into the writing for it? Uh, no, uh, I was a, uh, you know, harassed in high school and felt really, <laughs> felt really out of felt really out of place uh, in a lot of things and. Um, was already, like, embraced a lot of nerd culture early on. Okay. Uh, when it wasn't really cool. Yeah. And I have sort of become, like, a go-to person for, oh, if there's something, oh, we're going to write about Doctor Who. Oh, you know, you know who knows a lot about that? Or I'm very good at writing about fandoms. Uh, my first writing job was at Pop-Up Video on VH1. Oh, okay. And so I essentially, I'm good at being snarky, I guess. But now yeah. I feel like everybody's got my job. Everybody's Twitter is just pop-up <laughs> video. Because, you know, every time, like, the Academy Awards comes on, I just look at Twitter and I think, look, everybody's popping the Oscars. Like, yeah. everybody's got my job from 2000. Does um, pop-up video still exist? I don't know. I don't know. It should. It yeah. was a fun show. Yeah. It seems like the best way it to watch it. seems like videos. it's ripe to make a comeback. Yeah. Although, again, we have Twitter. We don't really need it. So. Yeah, but, I mean, we don't need most of what we have we in society. We don't need anything. We don't need It's true. <laughs> I don't need this pool. But <laughs> no, I you have don't, it. but you have it. <laughs> <laughs> so messy. Uh, so you are here to talk about your obsession with Disneyland. Yes, and can I just say, number one, uh, a friend of mine texted me earlier this week and said, would you like to play hooky and go to Disneyland on Wednesday? And I had to tell her, I can't. Because I have to do a podcast where I'm going to talk about <laughs> Disneyland. I'm, so I'm keeping you from Disneyland right now? Yes. I'm sorry. It's all right. I couldn't have gone anyway. anyway. I couldn't have gone today anyway. But no, when, I, when you said, oh, you can come and talk about something, and you know, I said, oh, I don't know what to talk about. Um, and then you said, <laughs> but then my favorite is your response was, you know, I find if you ask your spouse, they can really <laughs> respond very quickly, what you're obsessed with. And then you said, or you know, you might want to talk about Disneyland. And I was like, 
what are you are you trying to are, did you ask me to marry you like what what just happened here how did you know like is it that what happened to me when did when did i become everybody's like oh yeah Kristen. oh she's probably at disneyland well you you very kindly you know took you and your husband took uh, myself and my wife out for dinner and one of the things that when, when we got to la and one of the things that you offered is i know a lot about disneyland so <laughs> when you want to make your inaugural visit really if you that? need information it wasn't like the only thing you said. It wasn't like, <laughs> Did I t- come, come join us for dinner and I'm going to talk at you about Disneyland for two hours. But you very specifically offered it. And then being social media friends, I see that you are one of these people who go and know the system. And it's not like a, let's bring our family on a vacation from Ohio. It's a, I live very close to this place and I can go there all the time. And it's a place that you just go to all the time. Because it's right, you know, it's it's right there. Yeah, I know. So that's, that's What's funny is I get a lot of like, not real hater tweets but I get a lot of faux like I get a lot of shit from people friends who are like oh you pro- oh you d- again oh my god do we have to have an intervention and they're usually people that live in like Burbank or in the valley and I'm like you guys know I live in mid-city and so Disneyland is 20 minutes from my house it takes <laughs> yeah. me longer to get to the valley than it takes me to get to Disneyland yeah so uh, and you know I have a child and uh, we have we and we have the the passes, so yeah. you know, I don't know if a lot of people realize that you can live in Southern California and you can just get a pass and just go as much as you want. Yeah, and um, so I, I've had play dates down there. I've gone down there with friends and brought our children, and they have played in where you come down the the Mickey and Friends parking structure. There's just an area where the trams are. They've just stood there and like run around and played, and we've sat there for like an hour. So it's just like a, a park. Yeah, like it's like go. Park. It's like going to a park, but yeah. it's twenty minutes away. Yeah, I love it. I think it's. I mean, I haven't actually been there yet because I'm, I'm waiting for like the right time for my wife and I to go and enjoy it together. I've never been, uh, but it's always been to me growing up in the Midwest is like, we, did you win the Super Bowl? Then you can go to Disneyland, yes. as opposed to just like uh, it's Tuesday. I'm going to go to Whole Foods. Then I'm going to go to Disneyland, and like to me, it's this sort of fascinating that you can just go there as a sort of casual thing. I think that's what happened to me too, because I grew up on the East Coast, and so same thing. Like we went to the big, we did our big Disney World trip when I was maybe um, I want to say I was like nine, okay. and I'm. It was just fan. It was amazing. But we like we took the train down there, the yeah. auto train, which I remember was like a big <laughs> deal, and so. And then when I moved out here. Somebody, somebody said, oh, yeah, you know, Disneyland is not far away. And I went with a couple of friends and was like, oh, wow, it's really small here. It's very, it's like petite compared to Disney World. And, and then I kind of, maybe I went a couple more times, but just not, you know, I'm, I'm a grown lady. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I had a kid. And I don't know how the whole thing started, but, oh, I know, it happened because they put Mickey Mouse on diapers and I didn't realize how insidious, you don't realize how insidious marketing is until I'm changing my daughter's diaper and all of a sudden, at the time she was doing American Sign Language and she signed, she pointed at him and she signed Mouse. And without even like missing a beat, I'm changing her diaper and I'm like, oh yeah, that's Mickey Mouse. And then all of a sudden she was like, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. And then just the way it sounds, she's like, yeah. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. And it was like, my husband came home from work and I really feel like he was like, huh, she said Mickey Mouse. Let's go to Disneyland. And he bought, you know, he bought 
he bought passes and he he was like, let's go, we'll stay in a hotel for a couple nights and we'll make a big thing about her first trip to Disneyland. And I'm, you know, he's the best and I'm the worst. So <laughs> I was like, oh, we don't have, why are you doing this? It's such a big production. We could, It's just right there. We'll just go down for the, we'll take her down for the day. Come on. It's just, it's, you're making such a big deal out of it. And he was absolutely 100% right and I was 100% wrong. <laughs> and I just, by the end of that weekend, I drank all that Kool-Aid and it was delicious and I was like, this is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> so you, you believe that it is the happiest place on earth? No, it's not. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> not. no. I mean, I think for some people, it's too much. It's too, like, they can't deal with the crowds. They can't deal with it, whatever. Also, if you're coming here, I think part of the thing that's liberating about it, the reason I love it so much is because when I go down there and I have my kid, if my kid starts throwing a tantrum, I'm like, we are leaving. And right. I'm, I'm walking out right now. And she's like, oh, shit, mama is not playing because I will leave Disneyland. Yeah. As opposed to, you I will see You will take her to Whole Foods, right? In, yeah, I will take you to Whole Foods and I will make you eat some kale shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you can't really threaten your kid I've if you came people, here from, you yeah, know, from, you've, you've Idaho here, or whatever. And yeah. this is your big trip. You know, you, 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 don't, you can't threaten them the way I can. Yeah. Because, you know, I can be serious about it. But you were like, you dropped like $1,000 on this day. You are not taking those kids out of Disneyland. <laughs> they can afford to misbehave yes. at those rates. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so what is the happiest experience you've had at Disneyland and the worst experience you've had at Disneyland? Mm. The happiest experience is, um, well, again, when you have a kid... So uh, when I was working on The Nerdist, uh, I had to fly to London to to do some nerd culture stuff there. And I brought my daughter with me, and she, at the time, was really into Mary Poppins. And she really loved, she really spent, a, she really loved London, and she spent, she spent a lot of time looking at chimneys and saying, where's Mary Poppins? And the next time we went to Disneyland, there's Bert and Mary Poppins standing out on Main Street. And uh-huh. she's tugging at me and she's like, I want to talk to them. I want to ask them. I want to talk to them and, and ask them a question. And I was like, okay. So we walk over to these people who are getting paid God knows how much for the day. Yeah. And she, says, I guess she gets shy and she says, Mommy, you ask. And I said, okay. <laughs> Mary Poppins and Bert, my daughter would, would like to know, she, we were just in London and... We didn't see you, and she was wondering, you know, where you were. Those two people, they stood and they looked at her, then they looked at each other, and then Mary Poppins looked back at me and uh, back to her and said, "When were you there?" And I said, "Well, it was just last week. We just got in." And both of them at the same time went, "Oh, we were here. We go back and forth. And last week we were here in Disneyland saying hello to all the children, but we have to go back next week. And I'm sorry that you missed us." And I was like, would you like me to write you a check for $1,000? Because I will write you a check for $1,000 right now. So that's obviously like a great, kind answer to support, you know, your daughter's, you know, I, you know, it doesn't negate her. The yes ended your daughter. Yes, In improv terms. But is there also something, is that, is there something, I don't know, there's something, like they would have just continued to play along with anything? I have seen... I've heard. I've had this experience that the people who are playing those characters down there, I feel bad because the princesses are pretty drippy. They can't. They've got no place to go, and so they're pretty much like, "Let me show you how to curtsy. Let me show you." But you run into someone like we ran into the fairy godmother one time, and that woman, because my daughter was dressed as a fairy, she was hardcore into the fairies, and 
that woman playing the fairy godmother spent a long time with her adjusting her dress because I'm her I'm a fairy godmother and knew she was a pixie was like oh hi little pixie girl and <laughs> blah 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 and the ones who are kind of sort of the off characters they are improving the shit out of things and just I actually mean, having they fun are with it having fun I saw a woman playing the evil queen shut a kid down because there was a line to talk to her and some kid came out of line and said hello to her and she was basically like get in the line you little shit and wow. don't talk to me unless you are ready to talk so, to yeah, me. So yeah, I bet like, like every retail person in the world wishes that they were doing their job at, you know, Kinko's or serving pasta as the evil queen. Yes, <laughs> I mean really like 100% sold on it. Yeah. Um so that's been my like that as like like I said when you have a kid who is deep into imaginary play yeah and walks into Pixie Hall or whatever she walked into Pixie Hall dressed as Zarina the pirate fairy and they all were like Zarina oh no are you going to change our talents and she's totally like <laughs> you know what I mean right so she feels empowered yeah exactly she feels like it's real like it's they really cool yeah and then when you go other places too when you go to like Knott's Berry Farm or to uh, Magic Mountain, you go to another amusement park, you become really aware of the fact they're very kind to parents there. Like, they're very, they really do have, like, a good, they, they know what families need or want, or they're very, their, their attention to customer service is actually really great. Yeah. Have you ever had a bad experience at Disneyland? I had one run-in. Um, it was so dumb, but it's like, but it's, it's not an interesting, it's not an interesting story. It's just stupid. It's like we, we bought passes. We had just upgraded our passes and we were told, oh, you should upgrade her pass to a higher pass because then she get you get, you get more of a discount and you can use it. And then we had a little run in where they were like, no, at, at some store where they were like, no, actually you have to have an ID with her. And we were like, but she's five. So she doesn't have an ID. <laughs> I mean, so that was kind of a little bit, we've never had a problem yeah. with that in- again. Was that person, did you see them taken away by the Disney staff? <laughs> I know. Into the corridor? Just dropped, the, just dropped in like a little, the, the, just the a trap, thing, door, trap like, door just below them. I would think that Snapping like, of alligators, gone. Yeah, I mean, they monitor everything, right? So when they hear an employee say, did you just ask a five-year-old for an ID? <laughs> You're going to be executed. Your head's going to be cut off. That's it. It's not You're gonna going to be frozen. to Disneyland jail. I have a yeah. friend who says that there is a Huskow below, Dis- below Disneyland. I've heard that from other people, too, that they have to put people somewhere, right? There I are mean, people who rub up against the princesses or yeah. you know, do things that they're not supposed to do and they have like a jail down there. It's, I mean, it's like a black ops site. You don't come out, right? I don't know. I mean, the, you know, I, I'm very much, uh, when someone does something great there, I'm the, I always take five minutes and go to, you can go to whatever it is, um, town hall or uh, on Main Street okay. and you can, or city hall rather, and you go in and if you say something nice about somebody that works there, they get like, I've heard they get a, like a blue card or something oh. in their file. So I'm very, every time somebody rocks it, like Mary Poppins or Bert, I take five minutes to go over there. Cause <laughs> years like, I'm going to blue card him. Well, because years ago I was working at Nordstrom, like I, my first yeah. job, I worked at Nordstrom and somebody took the time to say something nice about me and I got a hundred dollars. They, like I got yeah. a bonus and so I've never forgotten that so yeah. I tried I mean like, I think the world is shitty enough that any time that you feel like you can take the time to say something nice about someone that's awesome also you know these what? people just lied to my daughter about a chimney <laughs> and you know what you are dressed in 1908 <laughs> <laughs> like it's 1908 and it is a thousand degrees out here yeah. so you know I'm gonna say something nice about you lady because I would be the biggest bitchy Mary Poppins <laughs> ever. Uh, if you could go to Disneyland with any famous person in history, who would you want to go to Disneyland with? Oh, my God. That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't like anybody. 
<laughs> I don't know. That's such a weird question because Disneyland's so, <laughs> you know what? It's a weird question. I can't pick anybody because, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'd like to do this with Jesus Christ. And then you'd be like, oh, God, he wants to go on the, t- you know, he wants to go on this stupid ride again. So you're afraid that anybody that you would take would not <laughs> be able to, would not have your efficiency at Disneyland. Yes, or be like... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to explain all the strange lights. To... Or also, I don't want to have to explain to, to you know, I don't know, Robert Louis Stevenson why my daughter and I need to go on the poo ride ten times in a row. And he's like, can we just do something else? And I'm like, look, she's five, Robert. Can yeah. we just chill out? And she likes And without context, when you just tell Robert Louis Stevenson, we're going on the poo ride. Yes. <laughs> it does not sound at all fun no. for Robert Louis Stevenson. <laughs> I don't even know why I said, I don't even know why I picked him. I would like to take an antiquated poet to uh yeah <laughs> so no sure sense. well no i mean treasure island i suppose I guess so. maybe uh maybe he'd be Jack- mad about tom sawyer island i think there's i think he would be fascinated on by the sort of the better jekyll and hyde sort of <laughs> yes, aspect of disneyland that they ripped uh, off i don't know it's all magic up here <laughs> but there's a black ops prison underneath <laughs> for princess rubbers uh if there was ever a zombie apocalypse do you think disneyland would be a good place to make a stand Against the zombie hordes. Um. Well, it depends on who's getting bit. If that makes any sense. Um, it is pretty roped in. In terms of like en- entrances and exits. You yeah. are pretty secure. I mean, you can, you can guard your perimeter pretty well. Yeah. There. Um, I mean, you've got some monorail issues. <laughs> What's the issue with monorails well, re-zombies? Well, if you're if you've if you have if you have sectioned off Disneyland for yourself and you're protecting yourself from the zombies, you have to know that there is a monorail that leads, <laughs> that feeds in from downtown Disney. Okay, so would you take out the monorail? Yeah, you'd have to like take out that monorail. <laughs> what any other specific precautions? About Disneyland or zombie attacks in general? Uh, zombie attacks at Disneyland. You know that I planned for this. I usually tell people you have to meet, because my husband was an ex-Boy Scout. He's like, order of the arrow. So I'm like, you guys, my house. A zombie apocalypse, <laughs> my house. We're ready. So you, uh, do you ha- does he have a perch? Does he have a perch? Yeah, yes, where he a- can pick off zombies? With- yeah, we have, a, we have an old craftsman. We have a nice attic with a good window. Of course we have a perch. <laughs> <laughs> you did not tell me you were going to ask me stupid questions. This, this podcast is over. <laughs> Feel free Whereas to flip you, this you table right into the pool. You don't have one? Uh, no, I don't. Well, I'm my apartment's pretty high, so. It is pretty high. Yeah, got a balcony, so I can I can kill lots of You can come to our undead. house. I'm, okay. inv- I'm inviting you to our house for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> is there a good perch at Disneyland to oh. pick off zombies? Oh, okay. Your husband could pick off zombies oh, yeah. from? The, the, Twilight, you know, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is huge. <laughs> huge. Nice, nice. Uh, who is the worst kind of person uh, I think I mean other customer. Who is the worst kind of other customer to encounter at Disneyland? Um, worse is not a good word. You know, we try to stay away in the summer. You know, when, usually the the worst time to go is when it's all people, who, tourists who are sort of, who are noobs, you know, who yeah. just don't know their, because they don't know where they're going, they don't know their way around, and they kind of gawk a lot and they slow things down. Um, but you know, I don't feel any resentment towards them. I'm not like, oh God, these people are at Disneyland. I mean, that's what Disneyland is for. It's for like families to come for gawking and having fun. And just because you don't get to go every day, you know, doesn't mean, um, but yeah, I mean, you do see you, you know, unfortunately, because I feel bad that 
you know, it's so much money. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's like uh, hundred dollars so, for a basic ticket now, right? Yeah, it just they just raised the prices like last last week. I think it's it's not, it's like ninety nine dollars for a basic ticket wow. and ninety three for kids, which makes no sense. It's like that's six dollars. That's six dollars. You're not fooling anybody. Just make it ninety nine dollars. Just be dicks. Yeah. Don't try. Don't pretend like you're not dicks. I'm sure if the kids can present their IDs, they get like an additional fifty cents uh, off. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, that no, mouse is no. the mouse is right there to take it away. <laughs> Do you encounter people who have an attitude that I paid a lot of money for this, I deserve everything that I want when I want it? No, because it's it's not a snitch kind of thing where some of the you know some of them got stars on theirs. I mean, yeah. no, you know, you I walk up, you don't know that I have an annual pass, you don't know that I I know yeah. the ins and outs of it. <laughs> you know, so there's no. I mean, you can tell some people when they people who are walking around with maps who are like, oh, I don't know. You're like, oh, I guess you you just got here. But yeah. no, there's no kind of. I don't see that kind of attitude. I've never run into it. I mean, no, it's the usual kind of thing. With, yeah. You know, people who have no control over their children. But I think you find that any place. You know yeah, what I mean? it's, it's just, just naturally that there are more people there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's partially because uh, do you know Dana Snyder? Uh, he does a lot of voiceover for Adult Swim. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, Aquatine I do. Hunger yes, Force. I asked him to do, do this show where I write sketches for people based on whatever they want. And he wanted to play a Disneyland employee who had been who was fed up with people who couldn't understand the instructions about the lines. Oh my like so it was a kind of a who's on first thing about like I can take two people in lane 4 and I can take three people in lane 2. And people just not hearing and just oh, not understanding. People just don't. But again, I don't think that's Disneyland. I think a lot of people are like that. They just don't listen. I mean, I run yeah. into people like that every day, and it's not. It's not like wow, there sure are a, a lot of them down there. You know, it's, it's just it's gonna happen there it's because just gonna happen. it's a place where people need to listen. Yeah, and they can't. And they can't listen. They can't <laughs> listen. If they can't listen, then they can't listen anywhere. So they're gonna get killed by zombies. Uh, have you uh, ever... Not if I can help them! <laughs> not if I can help them! Burn the monorail! <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen uh, the fabled backstage area that is hidden? Have you ever managed to get a little peek? No, never. Uh, I relentlessly ask people who I know that have worked there. Uh, I'm always, I'm always like, tell me, tell me like, tell me about this, tell me about that, tell me what goes on. Um... When I was a kid, my dad did some work. Do you know, really now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm really not clear on what he was doing. But he, <laughs> some military I mean, he work. He was doing. I don't know what he was doing, but whatever it was, he had to go down to Orlando, and they took him, and they showed him underneath Disney World. And he came back, and he told stories about that. And I thought, I remember being like, "Wow, that was amazing!" And he brought back with him this book that I realized later on really influenced me, and has influenced me my whole life. Uh, this giant book that was like the world of Disney, the wonderful Disney. And it had all the, anim- it described all the animation styles. It had background plates. It oh, had, cool. it was just a huge, and I would sit and just pour over that book. And I realized that I, it makes me look at films differently. It makes me think about so- story structure differently. That whole, that book is really affected. It's the way, the way I create things with my child, like when I'm doing art with her and, and how I teach her to look at things. And I think that, but I remember him talking about being underneath in the caverns down yeah. there and seeing what it was all about. So, and I've not, and I almost don't want to. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Like you, do, you don't want to see behind the magic? No, I kind of don't. I, I know it's there. I know it works. Yeah. I mean, if you said to me, do you want to go? I'd be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yes I do. But 
I'm not going to push for it. I'm not, yeah. you know, like my husband goes and sees every, he, he looks at every preview and I'm, and I'm like, I don't want to see the preview for that movie. I just want to go to the movie. Like if right. I want to see the movie, I don't really want to see the preview. I just want to go to the movie. Yeah, I don't, wanna, I don't yeah, I don't want to see anything of Avengers 2. I'll enjoy wanna, Avengers 2. Yes, too. it'll just open up. Exactly. I mean, if you, if I don't know anything about it, okay, I'll watch it. But so it's the same kind of feeling Yeah. where I, I I'm like, well, I just want to. It's it's nice the way this is. So you don't do want to see like the Mickey Mouse sausage made, as it were. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> How many times have you been total? I don't know. I've lost count. So um, I have an album that I I have you know because I'm mildly OCD, maybe not mildly, <laughs> and I I keep folders with all and I I would say that we we go a lot. I was just there last week. Right. We go like and I was thinking actually I was thinking I wanted to go Sunday because Sunday is Dapper Day. <laughs> Um, there's secret, this, this, is the, really? this is what I'm fascinated with. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like millimeters away from joining a gang. I think, you know, the gangs of the gangs of Disneyland. I'm sorry. They're social. They're called social clubs. And I mean, I have a friend who actually loves it so much. She joined a social club down there. I forget what they're called, but. Do they have like gang names? Yeah. Are oh, they like the Pluto Riders or. Yeah. I think her, I forget, I, I forget what their names. It's like the, oh gosh, I don't, I am blanking completely on, on the names, but they, they're. Do yourself a favor and Google the gangs of Disneyland. <laughs> okay, and there are people who have, and they're very nice, so they don't like being called gangs because they're social clubs, and they're very nice. And you you see them walking around Disneyland. They're usually dressed. They, they'll all be wearing the same buttons okay. or like a certain kind of jacket. And some of them have very strict restrictions, like you have to come to Disneyland a certain amount of time. And so, so it's sort of like the Freemason sort of social infrastructure of Disneyland? Yeah. yeah Weird. Just, so, and they're just enthusiasts. So now there's also secret Disneyland days. And Sunday coming up is one of these secret days, which is called Dapper Day. And people dress up like it's the 1940s or the 1920s. You dress up like you're from another era. It's mostly in California Adventure because they've got sort of the old Hollywood. <laughs> the and they'll go yeah. pose with like all the old timey things. And Dapper Day at Disneyland is the best day because everybody's like fully dressed to the nines. So if I went, so it's not advertised. Not advertised. So if I went there on a Sunday and it was just half of the park is dapper mm-hmm. and if i went to a, a disney employee and said why is half the park dapper would they tell me or is it like they may I'm not supposed- know you may they probably would because i mean like disneyland cast members they know they everything. know everything they're like the nsa but really, times you're better million. off walking up to somebody who's dressed up because that's what yeah. happened to me is i was down there and i was like everybody looks amazing and I'm always like, don't be schlumpy at Disneyland. I mean, come on. For, yeah. You know, let's let's try, try to look a little nice. I mean, I know we want to be comfortable, but I'm like that in airports, too. I'm like, you know, we're not in our beds. Like, let's, yeah. let's try to let's look civilized. Let's be, just all I'm asking is just look civilized. And I remember well, I just showed up one day and everybody had, like, you know, their barrel, their barrel roll curls. And they were wearing, like, 1940s outfits. The guys were in, like, you know zoot suits and stuff yeah and i asked them wow. i mean i just because i'm an old lady now and i'll just walk up to people i'm this old lady that's like you look nice today i don't know you but you look nice you know and i walked up to somebody and just said what's going on they're like oh it's dapper day and so now i'm sort of more aware of well did you do the follow-up of like okay well that's fine but why isn't it advertised it's just a people just know about how it. do you get into one of these gangs is it like a frat is there like a uh, you disneyland hazing you walk up to them and you ask what I've read is that you walk up and if you're inter- you know you ask ask them and they'll very nicely explain to you what their requirements are what they do and it's a so- it's a social club in the truest sense of, sense of the world it's like so you go down and you hang out with your Disneyland pals and you have stuff to do I really wish I could remember some of their names yeah. well you've been there hundreds of times maybe I don't 
if it's hundreds. hundreds dozens? Dozens, yeah. You've been there dozens, dozens of times. And you clearly, you could be in a social group now if you wanted, Probably. right? In a gang. And my friend keeps saying, come join ours. It's really nice. And there's no requirement for how many times you have to, like some of them she told me, you've got to be there on a, you have to go on this Wednesday nights. Like you have to, that's when they, okay. and, and I was like, I have a child. I can't like commit to, it seems very, you know, again, I have a child. Yeah. And, I'm already, you know, I'm an awesome kid, and I'm like a hot mess with just one kid. So I was like, I can't commit to. Well, maybe you know, that's one of the one of the groups. His hot, hot mess hot parents. <laughs> uh, are all of? Do you know if the social groups just have like requirements that are about Disneyland, or is there like some strange like socio political agendas to some of them? Joseph, are you wanting to join one of these gangs? Is that why you're asking no, me so I'm many? No, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated with the thin line between like groups and cults. Yes. Like, I think we, in our minds, in our culture, we have a certain, like, well, the church has been around for a long time, and churches are to be respected. So are you but saying... But if you go out to the woods and worship Cthulhu, you're a freak. In like two, and yet, the rules are similar. in 2055, similar. there's going to be, like, well, you know, that that's like the Scientology of Disneyland. Yeah. It's like the, the, yeah, the, the much, white rabbits yeah. are going to... Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, well, I've got to go I live a block from the Scientology Celebrity oh, Center, so I'm... They're listening right now. Always aware. Because they just heard me say it, and now a ping <laughs> went out across all the, all the microphones. Tom Cruise is listening. Pick you up. Yeah. Uh, so do you know if there are socio-political elements? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm going to walk up to somebody when they're dapper and say... Do you have political but dapper affiliations? Day is not Dapper Day is different. Dapper Day is not necessarily the social clubs. That's a whole different thing. There's also Goth Day. There's the around around. Uh, I think it's around Halloween when they the the Goths all come down, and dress up, and go to the haunted mansion. Yeah, that's a great day. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, uh, this is uh, along the Goth theme. If you were able to stay in the park after it closed at night. What would you want to do? Oh, I just want to ride the Tower of Terror over and over and <laughs> over again. I long to just do that over and over again. Anyway, I keep saying what we, to my husband, what we should do is drop her off at school, go down to Disneyland, just ride that sucker over and over <laughs> and over again until 2 o'clock and then come back and pick so her up. So what I, I think I know what the Tower of Terror is, it's but just, I might be it's wrong. It's the broken elevator that just drops it's you. It just drops it's like you? old Hollywood and okay. it just drops you, drops you. And I've ridden that thing a million times and I never remember when it's going to drop and I just <laughs> laugh like a maniac. So it's just the actual enjoyment of the ride. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I hate the, I don't like the whole like, you know, and, and, and I, I'm, I love, I love people who, I, I love cosplayers, I love, like, that's why I loved my league job, I love people that immerse themselves in cultures, I'm very yeah. fascinated with that, I have no derision for people that do that, I'm like, that is awesome, like, you really love that, that is awesome, you love it enough to dress up like, you know, Pikachu and come over here, killer, yeah, that's awesome, so, but like, Sometimes with certain kind of things, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, here we go. You know, here we go. <laughs> like, like I go and I'm not like, oh, I love this part where they, they show us the video and then we go into the room. I'm like, I just want to get on this ride. Like that's a little bit of a thrill seeker there. Okay. But then there was one time, again, blue card, I was getting into the elevator and the guy who was playing the bellhop and showing us in was so into the role he was playing. He was super spooky and he was really funny. Yeah. I After we got off, I turned back around and I caught up and was like tell me what your name is and I went and gave him a blue card because he was so deep in so you know <laughs> even though I was I'm not like well I'm here to pretend like I'm, I, I'm a guest at the Hollywood Hotel I'm not I don't have time to pretend that but I really appreciated <laughs> that he was deep in I was like dude you are selling it how much do you make an hour 
not enough yeah. to sell it like that. You love this. You're having I fun. I love it's that great. that's what you would like to do with your husband if you had time off is just... I just want to ride I just it. want to be in an elevator being dropped again over and, and again. Over and over and over again. <laughs> because we can't, we can't go on, you know, when we're there with her because she's not big enough. Okay. Actually, that's not true. She is big enough now and she's a pussy. I'm like, <laughs> come on, come on, just do it. She's like, no, it's scary. I'm like, pussy, come on, just get on it, you know, so... Um, but she, yeah, I was, I, so that's part of it too, is just, we've not been able to experience an adult ride together. Okay. Cause, and she, now she, as she, we were all the, the little growth chart we have on the wall. Oh my God. I am like, I, I have a problem. Is it Disneyland like, oriented? No, well, one of them, and I didn't write this. My husband wrote this when she hit 40, <laughs> what is it? 42 inches. He wrote next to it, big enough to go on Disneyland. <laughs> certain like, Cause he had been waiting for her to be big enough to go on star tours. And once she was 42 inches, he was like, Yes. I love that. And she's yes. 42. 42 inches, baby. <laughs> Old enough for you know. the big rides at 42. No more high heels. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so I, I, this is interesting because you've been talking about all of the different kinds of roles that uh, people get to play. If there was like a, an actual crisis at Disneyland, like, uh, you know, terrorism or earthquake or something, what kind of character would you want to be close by? Which kind of character would handle an actual crisis well at Disneyland? Huh. Would you want to be by uh, Mary Poppins or the no. Evil Queen? Oh, <laughs> no. 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 And the princesses are no, they're good for nothing. <laughs> um, I would probably want to be by like the, again, the, the lesser known characters that are deep into their thing. I had a pirate try to pretend to take my purse and I really appreciated that. He like shook, I was getting off a raft and he shook my hand and said, oh, thank you, for, thank you. And he tried to, you know, he did a, the clever thing of switching my purse. And I grabbed it back from him. I was like, I'm from New York. You are not <laughs> fucking stealing my purse, you stupid pirate. Um, but I appreciate But I was like, but I appreciate that you're deep in. Um, yeah, I would say, like, I would want to be next to, like, maybe they have something called Forgotten Friends. Um, that sounds terrifying. Well, are they it, ghosts? It's, it's, no, <laughs> they're not deceased friends. <laughs> murdered our murdered loved ones um no every once in a while over at um a big thunder mountain area where they have the barbecue or whatever they do a thing called long lost friends or yeah maybe it's not forgotten friends maybe that's just my that might have been my uh they actually they go through your yearbook when you enter and they find someone from your past past that you've forgotten about exactly and it's super awkward they hire someone to portray them oh my god oh we did Uh, go to we did temp together in the (laughs) 2003 that's right uh, um, so long they lost, have long forgotten. Lost, long lost friends, and and I think those people are again the people who are not like the main characters. They're super deep. They usually yeah. are just like so into it, and they can mess around. Those are the people I'd want to be okay, with. So I, was I feel just... like Captain Hook would save my ass because no one, yeah. you know, this is his big moment. Like nobody cares about him. They all are looking at Aurora and Snow yeah. White. Is Captain Hook a long lost friend? He come yeah when they do the Peter Pan, even though he's in the parade. When they do Long Lost Friends, it's because it's it's Peter Pan and Wendy. Like you don't ever get to see Wendy, so there's okay. Wendy and Peter and uh, like Lilo and Stitch. Um, the three uh, uh, fairies from Sleeping Beauty were there one time. Tarzan. Okay, so it's remember, sort of like remember Tarzan? Remember there was a 
a Tarzan movie. Oh, when did that come out? I don't know. I don't. Is it just like old? Like a nineties. Like the nineties were a dark time for I think Disney animation. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, like, it was Disney animation. And, uh, it wasn't and, like uh, Brendan uh, Fraser Tarzan. No, no. <laughs> no. See, there was a. Do you don't even remember? There was an animated Tarzan film. I mean, no, I, didn't I don't either. I didn't remember until I was there. I was like, oh yes, that is a. That maybe that's why I'm calling it forgotten. Yeah. Because it's long. They're calling it long lost. But I'm like, no, they're forgotten. No, I know forgot. like Disney has like like the better words for everything. So this is basically the better forgot, forgotten friends. It's I'm like, calling it forgotten friends. So they're, they're like D-list lost. Disney is what it's, it basically yeah, is. It's like nobody's really, nobody cares about Esmeralda from uh, whatever that movie was. So it's sort of like Hunchback you're of Notre probably Day. not going to buy merch with these people on them, but, but just in case. But there's some kid out there who that's all they dream of doing <laughs> is meeting Esmeralda or whatever. Yeah. I forget who else was there. Uh, but Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch were there one time and my daughter was dressed as Lilo. Like she was into a, a Lilo thing. Wow. She hates that movie. She doesn't like that movie. She agrees with me that doesn't know what it wants to be and that their story is really... <laughs> but she was... Why, why was she dressed up then? Is like a I form of protest? It, no, it was, exactly. <laughs> I need to talk to you about your storyline. I need to talk to you about your arc. Um, she... She found a in her her grandparents had given her a, a grass skirt, uh-huh. and so she was like, "I'm going to go as Lilo." She loves to dress up and, and go to Disneyland. She loves to to um, cosplay at Disneyland. So this time she was Lilo, and Lilo and Stitch were there. So she wanted to stand with them, and we were getting close, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to close this line soon." And I was like, "Motherfuckers! My daughter <laughs> is dressed as Lilo. If you cut off the line before we get up there, I will take all your blue cards." Yeah. Burn your blue card. Can you give them a red card? Can you? I give don't them? know. I would. Fi- I was going to find You're gonna out. Find though. out. <laughs> I was going to find out. There was going to be some hell. But did, did they and see? My wings are starting to spread. Like <laughs> I was totally. I like, will play the evil queen. I will murder you all. Here. Uh, did Did the photo happen? Yes, it did. Did they see her? Nice. Yes, and they were so excited. Oh, that's another thing that happened that I totally forgot about. Another good experience when my daughter was little. So that first experience we had there. At the time, um, uh, she was pretty fluent in American Sign Language, and we were doing it as a second language. And we were at like a character breakfast, and because she loved Mickey Mouse, we wanted to make sure she met Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So Stitch comes up to our table, and I see him, and she's little, and I think I don't. She's not going to know what this is, so I don't want her to be scared. Yeah. So I signed, "Hi, Stitch. You know, uh, we don't know your movie," and. He, he or she, whoever was in that costume, signed back. Wow. And asked me, is she deaf? And I said, no, we're doing this as a second language. And then uh, he signed with her. And then after a while, like, he'd go out, he'd do stuff. I keep saying he because stitches, we, but it in, was, in I think movie, it was probably a woman. Yeah. But whoever it was <clears throat> would come back to our table and then, like, sit down and be like, so how are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I thought, you poor thing, you can't talk. And Stitch, you've been walking around going, Mm-hmm. Oh right! And so this then, is like, finally, so now finally, is so able to be like, just, like, can I talk to you about my problems from? in yeah. life? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like signing to us. I have some issues oh. with the arc of my film. It is so hot in this country. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, in some some ASL is based not only on hand gestures but relation to the rest of, to like face and Your body face, parts, right? Yes, yeah. So they were doing that w- to the costume, so like. Yeah. It, 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 a sign that required pointing at the mouth yeah, or the hot. eyes or whatever they would point yeah, at. Yeah, is she deaf? Oh, yeah, that's that, totally. Yeah. The, <laughs> totally. That is awesome. That was pretty rocking. And again, like that was again, that's my first experience of Disneyland with my child. I think that also harkening back. I think, oh, that's why I was like done, done. This is the best place ever. Right. So even if the magic is sort of like intense and and a little bit NSA, like they know everything, yes. it is turning into this positive experience. Yeah. Cool. 
Cool. Uh, if Disneyland installed a ride based on your life, what would the ride be? Sorrow. Oh, my God. It'd be like, it's already, like, I don't know. Yeah, what would the hot mess ride oh be? Oh, my God. It would probably be, it would probably break a lot. It would probably break down a lot. <laughs> Their lines would be all over the place. And then the lines would be all over the place, and then all of a sudden they'd be really bitchy about where the lines were supposed to be. I uh-huh. think that's probably accurate. I think you're maybe being a little bit hard on yourself. I don't know. Uh, knowing you from the outside, you do not seem like a hot mess. You seem like somebody who knows the shit out of Disneyland with things. Why? Organization Why do and structure. I know so much about this one? It's not like I could. Well, have you, I mean, you're a writer, but you also have experience as a producer, right? Yeah. You, like, you make problems go away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So or you, you just, or you, yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you just you made, right there and She made a little gesture of putting things under the carpet <laughs> yes. into my pool. <laughs> just kick that problem into the fake pool. <laughs> yes, I know. It's just, it's going to sit at the bottom of your pool now and no one will ever remember that we had that problem. So would it be a ride about breaking down? So like a ride that's supposed to break down? I don't know. Uh, it would probably be a crazy Japanese ride. Okay. You know? Like, I thought about this when you said, oh, what are you obsessed with? I was like, oh, you know how you could sum it up is uh, if Neil Finn played Tokyo Disney, (laughs) that would be it. I was like, there you go. So maybe there you go. Maybe it would be like a weird Japanese ride that played Neil Finn music the whole time. Like, crowded house. Nice. That would be, then broke down, but then just constantly broke down. (laughs) And it was very volatile. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm learning a lot. I do, I do my research for the podcast on Wikipedia, and sometimes there's a really fun quote that inspires me, so I want to share a quote from Wikipedia about Disneyland okay. with you. Uh, I, thought you were, I, was like, I was like, am I on Wikipedia? <laughs> like, what are you I'm sure you are. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't re- I try not to research my guests. That's, <laughs> That's a little creepy. Really like, creepy. I installed a camera outside your house. <laughs> See you if go, you're really you're obsessed. You're going to Disneyland a lot more than you're admitting. No, I, I've never been there, I swear to God. Uh, here's a question from Wikipedia about Disneyland. Uh, throughout the park, there are hidden Mickeys representations of Mickey Mouse heads inserted subtly into the design of attractions in environmental decor. I don't want you to be scared. They're not real heads. They're not like <laughs> severed heads. So are, are, were you aware of hidden Mickeys? Yes. Is that something that they tell you about? Or is that something that you just slowly discover that every once in a while, much like you were describing with the, the diaper, Mickey's that. head is just They're there. severed head of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. It's but It's like I mean, when it's, characters fucked up. They just put their heads on a pike. Yeah, so it's just like Sean Bean's face with a Mickey Mouse head. Yes, with a Mickey Mouse head on. Oh, my God. Amazing. Branding opportunity. (laughs) Are they really subtle? Are they hard to find? There's some that are supposedly very hard to find. There's some that it's, I mean, there's Mickey Mouse everywhere, but there's some that are really hard to find. A lot of this I know, when we first started going uh, to Disneyland, there was also, there was a game on the Xbox. uh, I can't, I'm dropping, what's it called? I think it's called like Disneyland, like the Disneyland Adventures or whatever, where you walk through the park. First of all, whoever did the sound design on that, because as you walk through and people are going by you, the crowd sounds, I think about that every time we walk through Disneyland. I'm like, whoever sound designed this, you did an amazing job, because that's exactly exactly the kind of conversations you hear as you walk through. Yeah, like the timbre of voices and that. Yeah, general confusion, or which way are we going, or go get your mom, like that kind of stuff, first of all. But I remember being like, well, I would say, oh, she wants to go on the Winnie Pooh the Pooh ride again. What's the best way? And my husband was like, oh yeah, we gotta go this way, though. And I was like, how do you know, how do you know this so well? (laughs) And he was like, we play that stupid game all the time, and it's so accurate in terms of how you move around the park that... 
he's he know, he knew that part. So back they managed forth. to sell a video game to people that, you, that basically just pre-trains you to be more efficient at, at Disneyland. Disneyland. And there's also hidden Mickey's in that game. There's hidden Mickey's. There's all kinds of things you can do. Which, when you get to the park and you get very upset that you can't blow a loud horn and get coins out of a, <laughs> get coins out of a, of a trash so, can, you walk around kicking trash cans. There's no coins in here. <laughs> but that's my life in general because I played a lot of Zelda, so I'm always looking for rupees. Uh, yeah, I can I I can bring you some pottery if you want to smash it yes. in my home. Are there rupees see? in there? No, there's not. Um, can we just after we're done, we'll just go through everybody's apartment and yeah. look for rupees. That would and be you, awesome. your your house probably has pottery with arrows in it, right? Oh, of course. Because <laughs> I've leveled up. Yeah. Your husband's an archer. <laughs> uh, but when when you go to Disneyland and leave, do you feel subliminally affected by hidden Mickeys? Do you like close your eyes and see things no. like clouds don't look like Mickey Mouse's head or anything no. like that? It's not like advertising in the seventies when they were like, doing like the flashing, little actual yeah, the actual like flashes. lights at you or like you know when everybody was looking for the penis in the Marlboro Man or the camel <laughs> thing or whatever or the hidden sex they wrote sex all over I think things. that's an important distinction <laughs> for people who know this that there is a, a, a thought that there's a penis in the, the camel. camel not where is the penis on the Marlboro Man I, <laughs> I think we all sometimes I mix things up there's a hidden penis in the Marlboro Man would have been there's penis in all the cigarettes right yeah. that's what it was but yeah, they used basically. to search the advertising for it's not like that yeah. it's not like i feel really weird i walked to disneyland <laughs> feel really weird now <laughs> i feel like i want to be a mouse i want to be a mouse uh cool um is there uh anything else that you want the audience specifically to know about disneyland before we move on to our how obsessed questions um i don't know really except you know it's funny i see people who are like i, I don't you know like i wasn't a I I was a I was a Disney kid like you know I I and I don't mean like I was on a show I mean that like you know I I liked I liked Disney and I was not I was not like a gung ho oh my god Disney is the best in fact I was super cynical about it you yeah. know I was very very you know I was just very cynical and even though I liked it when I was a kid as I got older like my joke used to be you know that that's you know, they they trying to take, they steal your soul and you know I had done some. I had done some work over at Disney. Actually, I did a couple of voiceover jobs at Disney, and they give you in the middle of the day. They come with the snacks. They bring you. They bring you Mickey Mouse shaped pretzels. And I used to say, "That's how they get you. Like the salt. They, that's how they get your soul out of you. It's in the salt on those right. pretzels. Just suck the soul right out of you." And then I had a kid, and was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's like I said. It's very strange. It feels really weird when people are like, oh, you go a lot and you like it.' And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do. I yeah. really like it." But I also understand that it's not for everybody. Yeah. Well, the, the things that you've described liking about it in your happy memories are human interactions. Yes, I mean, that's with true. people dressed as <laughs> aliens also, or British keep in nannies. Mind, too, but... that I live in Los Angeles. I don't go in June, July, or August because it's balls hot here. And yeah. I don't, and I, and most people I know who are like, oh, I hate it there. It's the worst. I'm like, yeah, because you went in August. Everything is the worst here in August. Yeah. Like, you know, just my house is, if my house is the worst in August. Yeah. So imagine being with people. And I'm not really a people person. Like, I don't yeah. like being around crowds and stuff like that. So for me to really like it, it's, it's also, I'm going in like the nice, the nice weather and yes. the, when it's not as crowded. So yeah, in the really right good. optimal time. Yeah. And cool. So, yeah, anyway. Cool. Uh, so these are my how obsessed are you questions, and there are no right or wrong answers. Uh, That's what you say. <laughs> Until I just get a score. Answers that make me think. Uh, do you think about Disneyland every day? No. Okay. Have you spent a lot of money on Disneyland memorabilia? Shut up. <laughs> Is that a shut up yes? 
Right. It's not memorabilia. It's, you know, we may have a lot of costumes. We may have a lot of toys. I may have a an Elsa shirt that is for a lady, a grown lady size Elsa. Oh, so you you personally enjoy Frozen? Yes. I don't think that I, that sounded really should, judgy the way I said I, it. And I, did, I didn't, I didn't mean that. All right, I, no. I, I know. You know. <laughs> I, I was one of those. Par- I was one of those parents who. All the other parents were like, can we just stop? Oh, my God. I want to stab myself in the face. And I was like, I don't. I still I still like it. Yeah. I still like it. And I am still, you know, my daughter and I singing that song in the car. We are both like, one of us is going to get this part when it goes on Broadway, right? Good luck to you. <laughs> Good luck. It's, I hope it's you. You know, so. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. If it meant getting on rides faster, would you allow Disney to install an ID chip in your body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that, that's just about the efficiency, right? That's about efficiency because, oh, yeah. 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 You could just get on that elevator and it could drop you and you could skip all the bullshit. Yes. <laughs> nice. That's a getting away from humanity? Sweet. <laughs> uh, if Disney tried to buy the intellectual property rights to you as a human being, would you sell them? Uh, that, that would be so stupid for them to do that. That's really a, not a sound business decision. No. No. So, so would you tell them? I would tell them, this is not a sound business decision. I'm going to have to tell you to move on. But if they just were like, no, we have a time machine. We've looked to, into the future and we can't tell you why, but you're... Oh, then yeah. We'll, we'll want to own you. Oh, then yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> well, I would, no, I would, I would counter with, what's my costume going to look like? Ah. Because you know what? I want to know if that's going to make a kid melt down because some of those dresses are evil and they will make children melt down because they're so hot. So I'd need to... I'd need to, we'd need to talk, we need to have some talk You mean about, like the costumes for kids to they don't, wear are they not. They don't breathe. Those costumes, I'm, my daughter is very well behaved and we have talks where she's like, I want to be all dressed up, I want to be Rapunzel. And I'm like, okay, if you get it all snippy with me, that thing's coming off <laughs> because they're really hot. They get really bur- boiled up and they start to like go crazy. I see kids melting down all the time. Literal hot like, messes. It's because they're, yeah, it's because you're wearing a very hot, non-breathable princess costume. Okay. So you would sell your soul to Disney, but as you would say... As long as my costume was comfortable and could breathe and use real organic cotton. <laughs> you can have my soul yeah. for real organic That's cotton. Fine. That's fine. Okay. If Michael Bay made a movie about the history of Disneyland, would you go see it? Michael Bay? No. <laughs> that guy punched me by accident one time. Really? Yes. I was at a screening of, I think, The Island, and he was gesturing. I was standing behind him, and he was gesturing to somebody to come here, and he went, bam, and hit me. and did not say he was sorry. Did and he I, acknowledge it in any no, way? No, he didn't acknowledge it in any way Did he at just, all. like, calmly walk away like it was no, an explosion was going on? No, he was there talking. <laughs> What no, a dick. not at all. Then I had to run for my life. Because... <laughs> what a dick, Michael Bay. You just lost a movie ticket. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you think the United States would function better as a country if it was run by the people who run Disneyland? Yes, I do. They've got it down. They they have it. They have every. They have it down. Those yeah. people. I mean, I don't know. The efficiency of the way that park works is crazy. Yeah. Yes, I. I. Yes. Everything would move faster. Yes. Everything would be more efficient. Excellent. Would you go to Disneyland with Hitler? No. No. No one would do anything with Hitler. <laughs> That's the first. I ask this question quite often of would you do X with Hitler? Well, uh, it's, and it, most people bargain, but I like that, that you just said no. Well, no. Here's the thing. I, I do wonder sometimes when I have wondering time if Hitler... <laughs> If Hitler's mom was ever proud of him, because I'm a mom, I think about my kid, and I sometimes think there must have been a time when Hitler 
Like his mom was like, you know, he leaves a country. Yeah. He's doing some very terrible things, but he's in charge of that country. I mean, maybe she was proud of him. It's so weird. Yeah. But I mean, he, he was an efficient leader, much like Disney. Yeah, much like Disneyland. But then he made some poor choices, yes. obviously. Uh, wondering time. Do you block off time did to I wonder I about ch- things? Did I have a child? I know. The I funniest know. thing but I've the, ever I'm... heard was uh, Great Delisle said, I am go- I'm going to open a spa for moms, and it's just going to be full of bathrooms where you can poop by yourself. <laughs> and I was like, I will, I will back that Kickstarter. <laughs> well, maybe that would be your ride at Disneyland. <laughs> but just pooping by yourself? The, the mom the, ride where you just get to poop by, by yourself? yourself? That's yeah. amazing. But it's there's like nice music, and it's like... Spinning around a little bit like Mr. Toad's Wild or Ride. A, or it's a Japanese toilet. <laughs> yeah, then it's an exciting ride. Yep. Awesome. So wouldn't go to Disneyland with Hitler. No. Would like moms to poop alone. Yes. Excellent. Uh, would you still go to Disneyland if your husband had to be punched in the crotch first? Well, I don't need to. I have a pass. <laughs> so that question doesn't make any sense because so, I could really go even if I, I can go no matter what. So you think that your pass, your <laughs> I, contract with Disney... You know, I have upgraded my pass, Joseph, and so I don't think you understand, like, the level, the okay, level so, that I'm at. I'm not Matt Myra level, who has a premium, but my, do- my daughter has a premium pass, but I, I am a deluxe level pass member. How has your daughter been to Disneyland more than you? She has not been. It's just the level of pass you buy. It's okay. just a... It's just a, a logistic thing where <laughs> we decided, you know what, we're, we're not going to renew our passes. And then somehow that turned into, we're going to actually go a level up, and we're going to buy the ultimate level for our daughter, which means she could go any day she wanted. We are restricted to a few days. So, but it also, if you, if you add parking, the woman, at the, the woman at the counter said, well, if you're going to all three get deluxe, you should add parking to her. If you're going to add parking to one pass, which we add to hers, she's like, just upgrade her to a premium, and she gets free parking, and it's only like... Ten more dollars. So your like daughter, my daughter, has a premium. Forty two inches high. Yes, gets free parking. Free parking and fifteen percent, fifteen or like twenty percent off, and it can go any day of the year. What's the highest level? What is the premium? That's the it. premium level. That's it doesn't it. go any higher. Doesn't go any than higher that. than that. But at premium, you can go you any day you want. Don't have to be punched in the balls. In my you weird metaphysical nope, question. Nope, your metaphysical question. It it that's for it's uh, invalidated at that's premium for levels. That's for normals. That's for normals. <laughs> Your husband being punched in the balls by metaphysical forces is for normals. Yes. All right. Uh, cool. So I asked people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. So is there a noise that you can make to sum up your obsession with Disneyland? Hmm. That was not it, by the way. That was it. <laughs> no, that, that was, was wondering that time, was the wondering, wasn't it? That's my wondering time. Um, oh, gosh. I guess it would change because usually... We're on a jag, some music jag, whenever we go down. And so there was just, off the top of my head, it would have to be the, the Totoro song, only because on the way to Disneyland one time, we were, we were really into Totoro, and we listened to the song, Hey, Let's Go, the whole way down. Wow. And, and I'm very much of the mind of, let a kid listen to a song 100 times in a row. They're working through something. Just turn off whatever it is in your brain that yeah, it's drives, just, that causes insanity. It's just white just noise. Let them go. Yeah. And so yeah, the whole way down. And for some reason, that's the first thing that pops in my head is "Hey, let's go! Hey, <laughs> let's go!" That I don't know why. That seems very appropriate it is, for Disneyland. Like, hey, we're going to Disneyland. Yay. You can't. I mean, even like a hundred times, we're like, "We're going to Disneyland!" Yay! Hey, we're Here still we go. going. We're still going. We're stuck on the five, <laughs> but we're still going to Disneyland. We're gonna blue card some motherfuckers today. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to blue card our long lost friends. <laughs> the D list celebrities of 90s Disney. Good grief. Uh, all right, so he, here's the final kind of uh, bullshit wrap up questions. Uh, they don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you want. If you could travel back in time and tell your childhood self one word only, what word would you say to young you? Um, (laughs) I feel so sorry for her. Um, Relax. That's a great one. Yeah. Relax. Jesus. Yeah. That's two words, but I would be happy if very old me came back to me now and just said, relax. relax. I could use it. Yeah. <laughs> it will work out. Uh, if you were an action figure, what accessories would you come with? Um, sadly, probably a cupcake. <laughs> What's sad about that? I don't know. I don't know why. That just feels sad because what can you do with a cupcake? Uh, um, eat it. Besides eat it. Barter with it. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> Throw it. It's a weapon, really. Throw my cupcake. Um, I don't think I've ever heard the word "sad" and "cupcake" together. Cupcake is not a sad thing. That's true. It is a sad weapon, though. It's not a sad thing, but it's a sad weapon. Um, Yeah, and probably. I don't know. Probably something. I don't know. Something I got in the Japanese stickers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always. I don't know. I've always got something. I've always got some. We- I always got some weird thing that I got a Daiso. Like swag or merch or okay. Yeah, like I'm always some. I'm a, I've always got some like gizmo or thing that people are like, "Where'd you get that?" And I've all. It's always my answer is always Daiso, the Japanese dollar store. Like I spend all my time at <laughs> Daiso, the Japanese dollar store. Nice, nice. Uh, and the final question for everyone on the podcast is, "What is happiness?" Oh, happiness is being okay with yourself. I mean, just, just, or just. Just letting things be, um, I guess just being okay with the fact that sometimes things are really good and sometimes things are really bad. And you know what? There's something good in everything. Once you realize, once you realize a couple things, which is there's something good in everything bad and there's something bad in everything good, I think life is a lot better. And also happiness is when you come to the realization that nobody is thinking about you. <laughs> everybody's thinking about themselves and that's very liberating yeah. and then you can just go about and do whatever the fuck you want yeah and you always get to play like the fun character part in everybody else's story yeah exactly you're not so like princessy yeah and, like everybody's looking at me and so i have to wave and not do anything like when nobody's looking you know when you yeah. realize i really feel that like when i try to teach my daughter that i'm like nobody's thinking about you only yeah. you are thinking about you, and so that just makes everything, parties, events, everything's much easier right. because you just drop it because you're like, no one's looking. No one, no one cares what I'm wearing. Yeah. No one's looking at me. No one cares. You are not the princess. You yeah. are the weird guy in front of Tower of Terror. You are Cruella DeVille. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. that is happiness. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you very much. That's you're our welcome. podcast. Bye. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Obsessed.